Hello, beautiful soul, and welcome to Kate Astle Podcast. I cannot believe we are at the end of January in 2024. Uh, Full disclosure, I had the best intentions to restart this podcast for the start of 2024, and these first four weeks have just gotten away from me with a few exciting things happening in business and school holidays, along with many adventures. But it's taken me this long to wrap my head around what I want this series to be for you and what I want to share with you from my past experiences and what I'm currently teaching in business. So the first thing that I kind of wanted to dive into in this episode was the intention and the energy around 2024. I'm not sure if you do this at the start of each year, but I certainly do. I sit down and I write down my goals. So what I want to achieve in 2024. A big part of this process is reflecting on 2023 and looking at what went well, what didn't go so well, what lessons I learned, and ultimately the energy around the activities that I did. How did it leave me feeling after I did it? So did I leave it feeling good or did it leave me feeling yucky or icky? Now, I know a lot of things in business can leave you with that yucky or icky feeling. And so a big part about what I want my 2024 to be is I want it to be more abundant in things that feel good. So these are some statements that I've written down for the energy that I want to carry into 2024, and I'd love to know if they resonate with you. Creating the life of your dreams, no more playing small. Committing to your goals and following through. Showing up as the person you want to be until you become her. Taking care of your well-being, physical, mental, and financial saying no to things that no longer serve you. Some of these topics and themes I've spoken about previously on this podcast back when it was The Strip, um, then I rebranded to Kate Astle Podcast. But I think each year it's important to remind yourself of that person you want to be, how you want to show up, and ultimately how you're going to achieve those things that you need to achieve to live the life of your dreams. In the next episode coming up, I interview a beautiful friend called Emma Lovell, and she is all about embodying and living the life of your dreams. So make sure to tune in for that episode next week if living the life of your dreams is something that you are aspiring to. Now with today's episode, I really want to reflect upon my journey and where I've come from working nine to five as a medical scientist, from starting my side hustle in the wellness industry, then pivoting online throughout COVID, learning lots of different tactics with marketing and expanding into that online space. I learned about energetics and how this plays a huge role in our expansion and where we're going moving forward. And then finally, stepping into my first year in business after having left my nine to five. So for those of you who didn't know, I had a 12-year career as a medical scientist prior to becoming a yoga teacher before I was providing tips and 
tricks, tips and tricks on how to grow on Instagram. And in this space and in this time, it's where my love of personal development really flourished. I was given opportunities in different programs. They were called Emerging Leader Programs, where I learned about mindfulness. I learned about emotional intelligence. I learned about all of those things that you need to expand as a leader. In amongst all that training, I absolutely fell in love with personal development. I've always been that type of person who has a ton of extracurricular things going on. I am multidimensional. I am multi-passionate. I've got so many things that I absolutely love doing day to day, so many interests and hobbies. And so when it came to the PD space, I really expanded into leadership roles and into learning all about what you need to do to become a great leader. And there was a big differentiation at the time between leading and managing. And I absolutely love the the differences between the two and leading is where that space really hit home for me. When we came to the turbulent time that was COVID, I had also started my journey in the wellness space. My partner's a personal trainer and I've always been passionate about moving my body. It leaves me feeling um, good mentally more so than physically. Sometimes you get that physical discomfort during the training set and then sometimes you can get delayed onset muscle soreness or DOMS after training, but always after training mentally, I would feel a lot better than going in. And when I was going through some rough times in my personal life, physical exercise and moving my body was what really saved me during those times. In COVID, I decided to explore that a little bit further by adding my yoga teacher training to my list of skills or to my skill set. And the movement, the flexibility, the mobility, and even the like the analogies behind the different poses, um, when you're standing strong in mountain pose, how you do that and it exudes confidence, but it's meant to transition not just in your practice, but transition into your life as well. When I did my yoga teacher training and I'd done all this personal development with my health job. I decided that I really wanted to bring some PD opportunities to people out in the country. I live six hours inland from a huge metropolitan area, but we're in a small community out here. And what I really wanted to do was create those opportunities for women in these areas to really step into that confidence, to feel empowered just to kind of, I suppose, live the life that they dream of living, having the confidence to do that and also having the tools in their belt that they can pull out so they know how to do that. It's easy for me to sit here and say, live the life of your dreams. However, if you don't know how to firstly work out what the life of your dreams is and then how you can pave the path to that destination, you need those skills to be able to do that. So it's not just as simple as, you know, embodying that future self. It's much more complex than that. So I really wanted to create these workshops and I was looking for spaces in town to create them or to host them and facilitate. And I came across a yoga studio. 
And at the time I hadn't started practicing as a teacher. I'd just finished my yoga teacher training. I had no interest in teaching classes at the space. I just wanted to rent it to host these workshops. When I first advertised my workshops, I was only accepting six women and it sold out within a couple of weeks. Now, a few things struck my mind at this point in time. Firstly was my price point too cheap. Secondly, this business thing is easy. And then lastly, I was like, if it sold out the first time, why don't I run another series in parallel to this one so that I can accept more women into the program? And that's exactly what I did. The second one I filled with five women, so I didn't fill the sixth spot. But for my first attempt at running workshops, I was super proud and motivated and just you know, really full, feeling really abundant from what I had created in such a short period of time. Uh, When I asked if I could use the space to host this second workshop, I was then offered the opportunity to take over the studio, which I accepted at the time. Now, in my mind, so our beliefs and our stories that we tell ourselves are all formed from experiences that we have. My experience in business so far was that I created something, I advertised it, I filled it. So my belief when I was stepping into my yoga business was that I would run the studio, advertise the classes, fill the spaces, you know, build this successful business. However, this isn't how it rolled out and this isn't what business is for a lot of people. It didn't just flow. So in this time, I was working as a medical scientist. I just opened this yoga studio. And now I did some things that I thought would set me up for success. They included following all of the business gurus and social media gurus online, listening to podcasts, reading a lot of books, and investing in a business coach. I was doing all of these things while running the studio and working full-time. It was hectic to say the least, but throughout that experience and throughout me trying all of these different things in business and then subsequently burning out, by doing all of this, this was then an experience that led me to my next phase in business, which was the coaching and mentoring phase. And without that experience and without that turbulent time, I wouldn't have evolved into the business owner that I am today. When you first start a business, there's not a clear roadmap as to what you should do to be successful. And now, no matter what the gurus or the coaches tell you, there is not just one formula for success. There are people who have walked the path before you, they've experienced similar things to probably what you're going through now, and they may be best to advise you where to head in business. But if you're someone who is following lots of different coaches in all of these different niches, and they're all telling you to do different things, and instead of just following one, you decide to do a little bit from what everyone's telling you, you end up confusing your ideal clients firstly or your followers because your messaging is inconsistent. But in the meantime, like in the process of doing this, you also start to confuse yourself. 
So the biggest thing that I've learned through this time and through my coaching with clients, the first thing that you need to do in business is to get clear about your goal. And this is what you want to achieve, the space you want to create, potentially the number of products you want to sell, the services you want to provide. Get clear about that end picture of what you want it to look like. Now, just because you write it down now doesn't mean that this is going to stay the same. It's going to evolve. It's like a living, breathing thing. It's you moving through business. But when you know where you're going, it's easier to pave a path to that destination as opposed to paving a path with nowhere in mind as to where you want to go. So getting clear about your business goals. While you're sitting down to do this, you also need to get clear about your life goals. So this is where getting clear about that life of your dreams. What does it look like to you? The practice that I get my clients to do is to sit down, close their eyes. This is something that I recommend you do, maybe following this episode, but just send to yourself. So if you've had a busy morning or if you've had a busy week and your mind is chock-a-block full of different thoughts, just take some time to settle breathe, focus on your breath, tap into your senses and just really hone in on your surroundings and you being there in that present moment. From this space and from being centered, what I then recommend you do is to project yourself to five years time and I want you to visualize your day starting from opening your eyes in the morning or potentially even rolling over in bed before you open your eyes. Really picture where you are, feel the sheets against your skin. When you open your eyes, what do you see surrounding you? Where are you located? Is it the space you're currently in or is it a new house? Is it in a new location? Where are you? And really look around and take it all in. When you get up, what do you do next? Do you have a morning routine that you follow? Do you go and have a shower? Do you go and make yourself a cup of coffee or tea? Do you sit outside or do you get dressed in your exercise clothes and go to the gym? Really do a play-by-play of your day from the minute you open your eyes until the minute you go to sleep. Now, this activity may take you you know, 20 or 30 minutes to really play out your entire day. But when you think about your dream life and what your perfect or ideal day looks like, you can get an idea about what you need to build in business to support that dream life. Sometimes I see people getting confused between, you know, having this idea of success, success being, you know, busy, sold out, fast paced, all of these things, yet their ideal day or their dream life is slow. It's not waking up with an alarm. It's not back-to-back clients all day. It's, you know, freedom, ability to travel or to work remotely. So you really need to think about the ideal life when you're building business because you may end up building something that then runs your life that you then have to run after and you miss out on doing those things that you dream of doing every day and you live for the holidays because you're so burnt out from working week to week. So first steps, that's what you really need to do when you're building and setting up your expansive business. 
once you've then got this idea about the goals that you want to set and what you want to achieve, the next thing is to get really clear about your ideal client. Who is it that you want to impact? Who is it that you want to help? Whose lives do you want to change? Then from your ideal client and understanding who they are, understanding them better than they understand themselves, knowing their limiting beliefs, their pain points, their day-to-day, how their day manifests or how their pain points manifest each day. And then really knowing, knowing them, their current situation, their desired situation. From this point of understanding your ideal clients, it's then that you're able to build out an offer suite that helps transform them from where they are to where they want to be. It's your goal to help them live their life that they dream of living too, whether it's having luxurious products if you you know sell products, whether it's having you know certain outcomes from what your services provide. This is where you can get clear about crafting something that's really suited to a specific niche or to a specific person in the industry or in the market. Once you've done this, it's then about creating content that resonates with them, messaging that targets them and that hits them in their pain points that they resonate with, that's potentially funny, that they you know, light up about. It might be a meme or something. It might be some sarcasm, but it's really thinking about the type of content that's going to land with them. And this is, this is the stuff that I now teach in business. This is the stuff that I learned in that turbulent time of, you know, the chaos of working nine to five from running my own studio, from starting this podcast and all the other things that came with it. It's having all of this knowledge around, you know, what was working in industry, what wasn't working, and then getting like those fundamental steps or those building blocks that you need in business to build something that's successful, to have classes that sell out each week, to be able to run wellness retreats that are desired by a target market within your community. It's learning all of these these things and these steps and then actively working towards them, taking those steps in business, putting yourself out there, showing up for your community. There are all these things now that I do week to week, day to day, and that have ultimately led to my why. When I started this podcast, I was interviewing lots of people in the wellness industry. I was learning about all of these different healing modalities, ways in which people could heal past trauma, energy work, you know, all of these different things. And in doing that, I realized how many people are passionate entrepreneurs who want to help people move past something or that want to help people live their dream life or a better life, live a life that they want to live. And I realized that there are these people who are talented in doing all of these skill sets, but what they didn't know or what they hadn't set up were their business foundations, was the messaging to their ideal clients, was their their marketing. So whether it be social media or email marketing, essentially it's all the ways in which you want to reach your ideal clients. They just didn't know how to get their content in front of them to be able to make that impact, or they didn't know how to word 
a caption or create a reel that was able to reach an audience that they could truly assist and help move past whatever it is that they're going through. And so it was this that I was seeing that created this passion within me and, you know, the continuing passion of personal development and now professional development that really made me step into marketing and business coaching. It was from what I'd learned from my experience when I first started my business and then seeing this market where people needed help and assistance in up-leveling their business into creating 10K months. It was at this time that I left my nine to five job and stepped fully into my business. I stepped fully into working for myself. It's taken me a while to change my wording around this instead of like working nine to five for someone else, working nine to five for myself. But I don't work nine to five for myself because that's not the business that I've created. I've created a six figure business, but it's not one that I'm chained to. It's one that's flexible, that moves with me if I want to travel or if I want to, you know, work from the coast or go away. It's not something that restricts me. So in this time, I suppose the biggest lessons that I've had or the biggest things that have impacted my journey and the success that I've found is that first initial period of trial and error and investing in upskilling myself to create something that was successful to me. The next was listening, I suppose, or the next was listening and taking in all of the information, but then choosing and creating a path that felt right for me. It wasn't about doing what everyone else was doing in business, but it was about doing what felt right for me in that time. And then lastly, duplication. So once I found what was working for me, it was that consistency of showing up and to keep coming back to those things to attract my ideal client and then to assist them in their transformation. I thank you so much for listening to today's episode and I hope you learned a little bit about me and why I do what I do. If you're interested in building your empire in 2024, I'd like to let you know that I'm hosting a free live 60 minute 10K month content strategy workshop this February. If you would like to attend, head over to my Instagram at kateastle underscore and send me a DM workshop to save your seat. In this workshop, I'll be sharing the exact framework I use to build my content strategy. And this is the same content strategy that has helped me build a six-figure business online. Make sure to get in quick because we have a limited number of spots available and they will go quick. 